Entertainment TV. Everybody, it's the one and only Brooklyn. Yes, welcome to Brooklyn's Tea Talk. No tea, no shade, just some pink lemonade. My name is Aza. Uh, I am an artist. I'm a series producer, one of the creators of Real Blackity Talk. And I'm Kamana. I am Aza's sister. I am also an artist, also the series producer, creator, host. And um, yeah, that's about that's about that. So where are you two um, sisters, beautiful sisters, originally from? We were born and raised in Montreal, Canada. And uh, our parents are from Burundi. So we're Burundian Canadian. Nice. So what made you guys decide like to, um, to start your show? Like what made you decide like this and this is something that our culture def definitely needs? Right. Uh, well, many things. So we've been... Um, We've been working in this industry for more than a decade and uh, we, we were seeing the lack of representation um, and we wanted an opportunity to tell our own stories the way we want to tell it. And, you know, my sister and I were like two peas in a pod. We always have fun together. We like to create together. So when everything lined up, it was like, let's do it. Oh my gosh. So, so you you talked about you and you, you and your sister are like two peas in a pod. So yeah. how was it like growing up as sisters? Was it like you guys defended each other all the time? Was it more one was getting in trouble more than the other? Was it how was it growing up? Uh, growing up, I mean, what was nice is that we had we each had our space, you know, we're five years apart. So she was doing her thing. Of course, I wanted to be every I wanted to be Kamana. Of course, I want to be just like my sister. Uh, she's the one who inspired me to go into the arts. I remember going to check out a production of The Lion King that they were doing in high school. And I went to, to, to see the show with my, uh, with my class and to see her on stage in a costume, singing, dancing, and then people clapping. And it was just such an exciting experience. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, if she can do it, I could do it too, you know? And so I think when we were younger, we had that space, you know, we to live out our stuff. But then as we got, you know, by the time I hit 18, I feel like we started realizing like, damn, like I really fucks with you. Like, I really, I love <laughs> you. You're dope. And we think alike, you know? And we had a lot of opportunities to work together as well uh, in plays, backup singing for artists. And so it's just been like a nice, a nice lifetime of collaboration. I love that. I love I love the unity. I love this sisterhood. I love it because um a lot of I never grew up with sisters. So, you know, having a bond with a sister, you know, I always I always was jealous of my friends because it was like, you know, they were able to sit down and have conversations with their sisters and, you know, just that bond and things like that. So what are some things um, when it comes to strengths? Because I know when it comes to the producing and you guys writing and things of that nature, um, when it comes to the strengths, do you guys kind of play off of each other's strengths and weaknesses and try to fill in the gaps where you can when it comes yeah. to your show? Yeah, absolutely. So um, like we produced it together, we wrote it together, we hosted together but Aza co-directed it and she edited it. So, you know, we definitely play on, you know, our strengths and weaknesses, but also in the like, 
who can do what at this moment? <laughs> <laughs> like at this moment in your life, like who can do what? So it's all about communication. And I think the most important thing is that we trust each other, you know? So when Aza is taking the lead, I trust her 120%. And the same when I'm taking the lead, she trusts me the same way. And we know that that's, what, that's what's happening with each other. So yeah, it's give and take, but it's like organic. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love the creativity. And since we're speaking about creativity, when it comes to the name, because you know, your name is everything. Your name's your brand. Your name is everything. So how hard was it to come up with the name of your show? Real Blackity Talk? I mean, it wasn't that hard because we knew, like, we're always like, we're rooting for everybody Black. We're blackity black on black. And anytime we're, you know, just messing around, it's like blackity is just part of our lexicon. <laughs> it's just part of a vocabulary. And then it was like, okay, well, this is a talk show. Let's add a bit of a talk in there. And, <laughs> you know, and it's real too. We keep it real. We keep it honest. We keep it candid. And so after it took just a bit of a brainstorm with us and the team, and we realized that real blackity talk only made sense because that's what the show is. And I feel like it's catchy too. And, and we wanted something that we're able to sing, you know, and that's what we do in the show every single time. It's like, you're right on time for real blackity talk, blackity, blackity, blackity talk, you know? Hey, so I like that. <laughs> yeah. Ew, do it. I love it. <laughs> I love the energy. I love the vibe. I love everything about it. Um, I know when it comes to having a name like the real blackity talk and when it comes to pitching it to different media outlets, how hard, or maybe it wasn't as hard, but when, did you have to, were there a couple of obstacles you guys had or hurdles you guys have to have to go over a little bit of one avenue was like, okay, mm -mm, no. And it was more like another avenue was like, okay, you know what? This can probably work. Mm -hmm. um, how hard was it for you guys to pitch, to pitch your, um, your show? Um, Honestly, the pitching itself, like the, the way that the show came to be is that we started up on Instagram during the pandemic. So the pandemic hit, um, we were living together as I myself, and we were just like, we got to do something or we're going to lose our minds. So, you know, we did like everybody else. We went live on Instagram and then we started the show and we really, really loved it. And then like something like a, a week later, um, CBC released their creative uh, relief fund which was looking for original canadian content so we pitched we we're like yeah well we have nothing to lose so we sent our pitch and then we got into a development deal which turned into a production deal so i would say that the pitching itself was kind of like organic because we really like sent our thing and we weren't like bogged down by anything because we had no expectations we're Nothing just like, to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to production there's definitely um there's definitely some hurdles because there isn't a show like our show anywhere right now so um sometimes you gotta push for things because people don't understand what you're doing because it's new and they haven't seen it so, yeah, so there's always, you know, some give and take and you got to pick your battles. And I would say that overall, like, I'm so proud of the battles that we picked and we won. <laughs> yeah, we did. 
did Thank, I'm, I'm happy you guys won because you guys are here talking to me and it's amazing mm-hmm. so I know when it comes to putting out content and stuff like that, especially when it comes to YouTube, there's a lot of restrictions and things like that. Even though you guys are very authentic, I know that, especially when it comes to certain media outlets, do they give, do they put like a a restraint on you guys? Like, yeah, you can talk about that, but you can't go too in depth with that. Or is it more of a, you guys do your thing. It's, it's, it's all you guys. I think, I mean, specifically when it comes to the show, it's literally, all us and we found a way to tread the line where you know we swear but we don't but we still keep it pg you know and so Mm -hmm. you know we'll say bish because it's it's bish and we say that all the time and and throughout the show you know little things like that where it's like we kept it as real and and we pushed it as far as we could um when it comes to just how how we are in real life um so i'd say like the freedom is pretty much there which is nice. I don't. I, I don't think we've hit a wall yet when it comes to our expression. We mm-hmm. have a way of putting it that's palatable, but still just real. You know. So how do you how do you guys pick your guests to come on your show? Is it people come to you and say, "Hey, um, I would love to come on your show"? Or is it more you guys research? You know, look up people on Instagram and stuff like that. And if you do look on Instagram, do you care about the numbers, or is it more of their personality and what they can? bring to the show um so that's a great question the all the black spirits on our show were handpicked and we actually don't care about their social media presence um okay. it was really about you know we wanted to showcase a, a variety of black women and non-binary black people and we wanted voices that are authentic and that are um people that you can connect to and you know everybody's got a story and so we wanted storytellers and every single one of our black spirits we we love and we are inspired by them and um that I think that was our main thing we wanted to be inspired by them because if we're inspired then y'all are going to be inspired for sure absolutely Mm-hmm. absolutely so i know you guys gotta go you guys are very very busy and i appreciate you guys even coming through Thank you. but before you guys go what is um some words of encouragement to young women that are looking you know watching your show i know you guys are gonna have a season two i know you guys have a lot so you guys have a lot of content so um you know what are some words you have for some young women that you know, want to be a part or want to come and tell their story or, you know, don't want to be on camera, but they want to voice their, you know, they want to have a voice. What are some words of encouragement you guys can give? Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, take it one step at a time. Um, No one knows what the heck they're doing until they get on the field and start doing it. Okay, so don't be like we look around at people and think, oh my god, like got it all together. Yeah, she's got it all (laughs) figured out. It's like we are a whole bag of mess walking around doing our best, you know. And so follow your excitement. Kamana and I, you know, the whole world crumbled. The world as we knew it crumbled in March 2020. You know, I was supposed to go and perform at the Canadian Grammys with my band. And a day before the lockdown happened, we found out that the awards were canceled. And it was like, it was such a devastating moment for me at that time. It felt like I was heading for my big break and it just crumbled. And all of a sudden I'm living with my sister at home and we're like, 
let's go live. This sounds like it'll be fun. You know, those intuitive pangs that you get um, that aren't so that aren't driven by the need to make money or whatever. It's just what is your soul whispering for you to do? Follow that. Trust that whisper and also celebrate. Didn't we celebrate every step of the way, girl? Every step of the way. Every, we started the show. We celebrated. We sent the we saw the creative really fun. We celebrated like. We, we just, we, you got to celebrate <laughs> all the wins, like the little wins, the ones that the micro wins, micro, they're, they're huge, but people, the ones that people don't witness celebrate those as well, you know, and then let life show you the path. Yeah, absolutely. You guys heard it. You guys heard it here on Brooklyn's tea talk. Yes, honey. You guys are what they said. These beautiful black queens that are out here doing amazing things. And you guys are such amazing women. Phenomenal at what you guys do. Continue doing what you guys are doing. Because like I said, there's not a lot of um, role models for these young women to look up to nowadays. And the ones that they have, they feel like they can't look up to because we don't look a certain way or we don't act a certain way. And they need to understand like what Nikki said, um, you could be all the way clothed, but I'm still giving sexy. And you guys are giving sexy. You're with your your hair wrap right there. You know what I mean? Your sister with the braids, you guys are still giving off sexy, but it's not too much. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I thank you guys so much. I can't wait um, to tune into some more of you guys because you guys are amazing and hopefully one day baby i'll be able to come on your show oh that would be nice (laughs) hey make sure to follow us at real blackity on all platforms instagram facebook we're gonna start getting on tiktok you know gotta keep up with the times and (laughs) we're also on twitter and we're really looking forward to connecting more with you with with your viewers um and just like share our stories I love it. And you guys' style is amazing, by the way. You guys' fashion, love it. Thank you so much. I love it. You guys are so free, and I just love it. You guys have a great day, and you You guys continue to be beautiful women, positive. Stay positive. I can see it. That's what you guys do. And never, ever, ever let anything come between you and your sisterhood. Ever. Mm. Ever. Appreciate that. Okay. Love you guys. Stay blessed. Thank you. Bye. Bye. As we move through the world in our beautiful black bodies, y'all know we be sending secret signals and I love us for that. Shout out to every single black person I've shared a side eye with on the bus. As the homie Tupac would say, you are appreciated. Hey, I'm Dominic Santana and you're watching Worldwide Entertainment TV.